0: full-time art life is kind of shocking like it's pikachu's when they be rocking and we hate the things that we produce hard to keep up if we gonna speak the truth forget the beats and use and beat the blues by tuning in to beat the zero C's. anybody there uh just me hey. hey hey what's going on
1: nothing just uh recording a podcast what <laughs> that's right you lied to me nope nope it's the zero suits, <laughs> suits. Podcast, Podcast Situation, situation. That No
0: sense Why would I even Fill in the blank That was terrible I'm so sorry For how stupid That was <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're Stupid tired You're You're stupid tired
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm stupid tired
1: It's I'm been a like, long day
0: It's unfortunate too Because if we waited Three or four more hours I would be like Drunk Giggly tired Right Starting to hallucinate Yeah And then it's like Oh this is when the real The real comedic magic begins Right So, unfortunately, you just get kind (laughs) of grumpy, like pretty monotone in Nongo.
1: Right. Paul... Paul...
0: Paul Giamatti?
1: Paul Giamatti humor.
0: Paul Giamatti Nongo. Yeah. There you go. There it is. It's coming out.
1: It's like... (laughs) That's right. It's like... Cynical. It's like cynical humor. And Quiet, ra- like <laughs> enraged.
0: Simmering below the surface.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right great. now. All right, let's do it.
0: One thing and I'm going to snack. <laughs> so maybe you could listen to it. <laughs> but yeah, we're here for October, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, but it is October of 2020. <sighs> see every month it's like there's it's like a gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't even know what you have to get through to get to the other It's not even like you're looking at the fire and no, the American
1: axes and the yeah, American gladiator style, <laughs> like the giant person who's ready to yeah plunk you into a sea of foam.
0: We don't, we can't even. It's like you're blindfolded, but you still got to get through it. Yeah. So we made it through the September gauntlet, and here yeah. we are in yeah. October. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about some things like we do every single month. But yeah. before we get to those things, how mm-hmm. about we do our little church announcements. Let's do it. And talk about what the hell happened in September.
1: Okay. So? Should I go first? Please. Okay. I'm making my way up to the pulpit.
0: Okay. Look at you go. Sashay up there.
1: My Did clogs. you learn that in September? My clogs? Yeah. Great. Okay. Only a couple of things happened for me. In September, Uh, I finished judging a young adult first book competition. Ooh, what's that? Uh, So these are competitions for unpublished writers. Mm -hmm. Uh, They basically submit a novel to an organization. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. it's like a college uh, which this competition was.
0: Is this like a a path toward publication? Is this something that people do in order to get into the industry?
1: Yeah, it helps. So, you know, you can be like, hey, my manuscript won this competition when oh. you send a query letter to agents, for example.
0: That's like, check out my mixtape situation? Exactly.
1: It's wow. like, check out my mixtape. Meek Mill co-signed it or whatever. Meek Mill likes it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That's my... That's my.
0: That's how little you know of how this works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so right. <laughs> um, so I read about thirty-five novels over the past month.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a lot of novels. Which is
1: more than I read. Which is more than I've read in the past three years.
0: Yeah, I read like a book a month, and it's usually not a book that I want to be reading.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so so it took up all of my free time. Wow. Which is why I have very little to report this month. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this is, this is it, folks. But so, um, what, what was it like? I mean, what have you taken away from it?
1: You know, I, there were
0: two. I'm so sorry. I'm not supposed to be talking. It's your church announcements. Let me take my ass away from
1: you. You really crowded me in the pulpit. I'm sorry. Rick. Hey,
0: everyone. It's good to see you. Okay, let me go back to my seat. Uh,
1: there were two winners. They were really, really good books. I was really excited for the authors who I don't know who they were because I'm. Uh, people take their names and identifying information off of the manuscripts. But I was really, really excited for whoever it was that won the top two spots because their manuscripts were super original, super funny, super heartfelt, uh, super, super duper. (laughs) And it was, yeah, it was great. They were really great to read. I'm glad I, am glad I found them. They were near the back of the stack and I had kind of gotten a rhythm of like reading a novel and, okay, this, you know, this is not good enough, you know. And then these two hit me and it's like, wow. Yeah. These are great folks who really went for it. They're so ambitious in their writing and they're so, again, like original. It was cool to see. So that's over with. And now I have way more time to get back to other stuff. Like doing more writing. Like such as? Doing more edit. We'll do more editing and I don't know panicking about the election.
0: Nice. You always need enough free time to panic. You always need more.
1: There's never enough time to panic. Mm. So that's, that's my stuff. What about you?
0: Well, since I've been yammering so much <laughs> during yours, <laughs> I feel kind of bad. Uh, feel free to cut me off. Or, no, no, um, no.
1: But I think everybody's... This is a couple of days after that debate. Everybody's had enough of interrupting. that. Interrupting. So yeah.
0: So my month. Let's see. September was tricky because it was when the semester started. So I've been teaching remotely at Brown since March. So that's how we're able to still be in Philly. So I am co-teaching a performance class with Kim Moore, K-Y-M Moore, who's a professor in the theater and performance studies department at Brown. And she has like a a production company an ensemble group called the Anti-Gravity Performance Project oh,
1: good name
0: super cool name also super cool projects and they are focused on the art of devised theater so like a hmm. uh, form of of performance that involves an ensemble kind of like coming up with the piece together and then performing it so it's it's been really neat because I've been introduced to this method of creation. And as someone who considers herself to be a trash collaborator, mm. it's really forced me out of my comfort zone, both in terms of like co-teaching, but also being a part of this creative group that we have in the class. And the students are fabulous. We meet a lot. Yeah, <laughs> We meet a lot. But it's surprising to me that even as long as we spend on Zoom talking to each other, I still feel really excited when we have our conversations. But it, there is, you know, it's just Zoom. So you're, yeah. you're going to be sleepy afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing that. I had a presentation I had to make like a week ago that was making me so anxious I couldn't... I had like three, was it three mental breakdowns? How many would you say this time? This,
1: uh, this was the presentation for... The humanities. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Remember, I was like weeping softly. Yeah. <laughs> and not so softly. Like, I, every day, I've of the
1: erased week. that week from my memory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was bad, y'all. I I really was was not doing so well earlier this month, but. Uh, I got through the presentation, got a lot of great feedback, and it's about a really cool project I'm working on around cultural appropriation and uh, video game, kind of like avatar stuff. Mm. So it was cool to share that work out loud, even if it freaked me the fuck out Mm. for like the three weeks leading up to it. So that's pretty much it, just surviving.
1: You're a genius, by the way, at writing a last minute paper.
0: Don't tell me that. My therapist would be so angry at you for like encouraging. This I'm not encouraging. Terrible, but no, because you're telling me that, and it's no, no, and no, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I know. That's what we do.
1: No, no, no. I mean, it's not. Inc- it's an observation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an observation you should have kept to yourself. <laughs> Because you know I'm going to keep doing this. I'm really, I saw a wonderful tweet from one of our listeners, Valerie. Uh, I tweeted that I was procrastinating. I said something along the lines of like, I wish, dare, instead of talking to us about the dangers of drugs had just warned us about procrastination. Yeah. And she responded and said that she feels like procrastination is your body's way of telling you that you need to rest. Mm. And so I'm taking that to heart and I will be sleeping for the rest of the month. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You won't be. I won't be. But
0: But I can say it. Yeah. At least No one will know. (laughs) Except for the folks who follow me on Twitter and see me tweeting at like 3 a.m. that I failed. And me. Again also you but you won't tell anybody <laughs> this is terrible church announcements I'm taking my ass off the pulpit thank sorry you. for this everyone
1: thank you I'll do better next time. this is honestly how some church announcements in churches I've been <laughs> to have gone <laughs> we just
0: it's wanted that to that give you all a real
1: kind of a real it's world not that crazy.
0: <laughs> true that is true ours are very truncated uh, considering you know what, how long we could go yeah okay so let me take my ass off the pulpit thank you don't thank me like that. Okay? I'm sure they enjoyed listening to me. Okay. so I'm going back to my seat. Okay. Don't look at me like that.
1: <laughs> Can somebody... I'm at my seat. Get an usher.
0: <laughs> get your hands off of me. <laughs> I I go here. <laughs> okay. And okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's for my performance class.
1: What are we talking about today? Uh,
0: we're talking about how Zoom sucks. <laughs> That's what I saved this episode. The title is episode 37. Zoom sucks. Thank you. (laughs) So stay tuned for an hour of discussion about us complaining. No, it's going to be a conversation about how we're navigating this new socially distanced.
1: Zoom centric.
0: Landscape. Landscape. (laughs) And like, you know what it might mean now that we're a bunch of months into this thing for performance if we've seen some cool things or how folks are figuring shit out for the aftertimes. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you soon. Okay. We're back. We are back.
1: We're talking about zoom.
0: Please don't leave. Please don't leave. Please. I see you going to hit stop. Please,
1: please, please, please.
0: Just stay. Just stay for a second. We probably, You'll see how this goes.
1: It'll be nice. It will be nice.
0: <laughs> nice and quick. So, yeah. And I think exactly the response that we just had uh-huh. is a reflection of why we want to talk about Zoom. Right. Because it's so integrated into so many of our lives at this point. And it's affected, you know, everything that we do. But now we're a few months into the pandemic yeah. and it's looking like things aren't going to change for a while, at least not in the US of A. Yeah. So we're having to make sense of what this is going to look like. And, you know, we just wanted to chop it up a little bit about that shift.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and what, it's, what it, it's like, the kind of highs and lows of living life on Zoom or other the video,
0: or rather similar platform, Or <laughs> <laughs>
1: <We're> similar platforms. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we were talking about this the other day, but you've yeah. done some shows. Yeah, very few. A couple. Yeah. And not that many lately. No. And so we were talking about why. And so I'm wondering if you could walk everybody through what it's like to perform on Zoom and, and the kinds of things you have to navigate or negotiate when you're trying to give a performance online.
0: So I want to start by saying that we're extremely fortunate. I'm extremely fortunate as a performer to have uh, have had a quote unquote day job. And so that's given me the privilege of being able to say no to certain things. And I am hyper aware of this. So as you're listening to the episode, you know, and, and me kind of, you know, take it with the understanding that I also recognize um, how difficult of a time this is for everybody. So uh, yeah, just as far as like walking you through the the calculus around an online show. So the first show that I did was an Instagram live show Mm -hmm. and that was really hard. Hmm. That was really hard. I think the like deafening silence after the first (laughs) song was that crushed me like Mm -hmm. that. My heart shattered into a thousand pieces. And you can see people, you know, they're commenting and they're leaving you love. And it just it. I felt the gap in that moment. And I mean, so that's that's the kind of obvious thing. So you have to work out a system in your head for telling yourself that you did a great job basically mm. yeah. <laughs> and that's really tough I think many artists battle that even when they do have the applause right so coming up with that internal you know good job for someone like me is virtually impossible which is part of why I have, I'm not doing shows
1: so you ha- you weren't able to figure that no. Out. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't able to. Like the applause, the visceral, you right. know, the vibrations beyond even just like what they symbolize. Yeah. Like the feeling, the sound of applause and cheers and the way that those things help to modulate your performance and your behavior. It's all part of this beautiful ecosystem you create together. So it feels really one-sided and awkward.
1: I mean, there really is... I feel like an energy transfer that Absolutely. happens at a live show. And, you know, I, I always resist. I feel very, like, California culty when I talk about energy. Why? You know, it's real. No, no, I know. But that's how I, I, I don't know. There was a part of me in my 20s who, when I was in my 20s, there were I was just around a lot of people in L.A. who... Maybe were, no, who were like <laughs> <laughs> who were like in church at a certain point and still wanted that like spiritual part of their lives. And so they would just talk about energy in this very vague way all the time mm-hmm. while sipping like a latte or something. And it just bugged me. It felt like a kind of person. And so <laughs> okay. I feel very self conscious when I talk about energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's real like
0: Absolutely. At a yeah. show
1: there it's passed back and forth. It's like a ball or something.
0: Yeah. Um, Everybody's passing it around with you know amongst each other between the the audience and the performer there is a a physiological thing that's happening there so that was really really tough to work around then there's all of the tech (laughs) snappings and foolishness that i'm sure anyone who's listening who's tried to put on a show through any streaming platform has experienced with i mean for me i want people to hear every single word that I'm saying. If there's one thing that I'm proud of about my music, it is my lyrics. Mm. I think I have very smart lyrics. And And going back to the first point, one of the joys of my life is saying something and seeing someone respond to it in real time. Right. Like that, you feel like a musician, or a musician. You feel like a magician. Yeah.
1: right.
0: Uh, you are a musician.
1: <laughs> I I consider musicians to be magicians.
0: They are, and that's one of the there are great skills. is yeah. like having people say, "Oh shit!" Like my mind was just blown. Right. You just did something unexpected. So yeah, with sound, I feel like sound on Instagram isn't fabulous, yeah. right? It's co- it's coming through, it's tinny, it's coming through your phone. So, and there's no way to account for that in how other people are listening to you. Mm-hmm. So there's a lack of control, I think, of the environment that's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the yeah. other part of that is we have neighbors. Right. So having to be accountable to them when I, if you've ever seen me perform, I scream, (laughs) I scream for 30, 45 minutes straight, like rapping so that my veins are bulging out of my neck. And I didn't want to do like an unplugged performance that was frustrating to me because that's not what I go to perform. That's not what I go to perform for. Hmm. I go to expel and release energy and be my biggest, baddest self. So being this like meek version who's rapping on an ottoman is not what thrills me about being a
1: performer yeah going back to your point about control Mm -hmm. you know before before we got together Mm -hmm. music was magic Mm -hmm. and it's like you go to a show and they just make it work Mm -hmm. right but you don't recognize or i didn't recognize what a feat of control Mm -hmm. a live show really is i just i just didn't i didn't have any idea and you know we get there before the show, and you're doing the sound check, and you're talking to the sound engineer and mm-hmm. and if you're with Zoe and Adrian, mm-hmm. like they're checking all their stuff and making sure it's good to go. And like control, the the control is such an important part mm-hmm. of the performance itself and like sets the parameters mm-hmm. for the experience. Like there right. is no experience without that like that kind of fencing. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine how frustrating it is to have no to just be like I hope <laughs> I hope it's cool
0: I hope where you're at and how you're receiving this it's like
1: yeah. d- somewhat dope yeah but
0: I mean even with that first Instagram show it was I even as I felt the loss of the kind of live performance space I was moved to tears I was crying with a lot of, you know, people were putting tears emojis as mm. I was kind of talking and crying. And so I felt some connection, but it it sort of frustrated me even more. Mm. So I think after that experience, I was like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> and then I was asked uh, by Megaran, my homie Rahim, to do a show yeah. on uh, Twitch. And that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, you were my background dancer. <laughs> I did a little bit. And people were screenshotting and sharing <laughs> photos of you like mid twist <laughs> which, which warmed my my cold heart yes so that was fun we had a lot of I felt um, bad because I was having all these tech issues so I had to just turn my music way up and was again like screaming into the mic and my neighbors downstairs it was so, it was so loud
1: it our, was so loud our, it was it was late it was also late it was
0: late and, and it was loud
1: and we were performing in the li- in our living room and I was like dancing and hopping around and you were screaming and our living room is above their bedroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean we t- we I texted them yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. It wasn't just like completely right. unexpected. But it reminds me of this meme on Twitter that I've seen of like Upstairs neighbors. And it was like this dude just tap dancing like, <laughs> and stomping as loud as he possibly. He had like Tim's on. It was just like stomping around the room. But that's how it feels when you're below someone in an apartment complex. So I was like, they hate us yes, so right. much. But I also, I like I said, I don't perform to be meek. I don't perform to be small or little or to be super intimate. No, I want to scream. I want to rage. Yeah. I want to rage really hard. Yeah. So, yeah, those have been the, the two live shows. And then I've done some stuff where it's, like, filmed beforehand. Yeah. And that's always awkward. Again, no applause. And you're the cameraman, which is really nice. You do a kind of, like, uh, I don't know what it's called, where the camera, sl- like, slowly yeah. pans. and you, You're trying to do some interesting stuff. Like yeah, it's
1: not. I, I mean... I didn't have cable when I was a kid. And so everything I know about MTV, I get from movies about the 90s, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes.
0: It's like telephone. <laughs> By the time it gets to you, like that is not, it doesn't have anything to do with MTV. So,
1: so there's this kind of like weird, you know, 45 degree pan that I associate with MTV. That
0: I have no idea. What was, <laughs> what he, as someone who did have MTV, I have no idea what he's talking about. But sure,
1: yeah. So that the MTV pan. That wasn't a thing?
0: I don't know what that is. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works. It worked for our uh, for the performance. And yeah. I'm very appreciative of you for doing that. But yeah, it was, again, sitting on the ottoman, rapping. Yeah. <laughs> feels feels funny to me still. And maybe that's a limitation of my own work. Because there are folks who know how to do this and who are so brilliant and so expert that it doesn't matter the environment you put them in, they'll be endlessly captivating and uh, do interesting things. But it's challenging for me to do that. And I also didn't invest a whole bunch in creating like a scene. You know, like I could have gotten a whole bunch of flowers and laid them out or put up a backdrop or tried to do something, but it's been so difficult to get past the hurdle of. Not touching hands that I haven't wanted to invest in. I mean, I
1: remember your last show in Brooklyn. At the museum. At the museum. I don't, this this was at the beginning.
0: This was right when shit was about to pop off. Yeah. When everything was just about to be shut down.
1: Yeah, I think things, uh, New York went to shut down maybe less than a week later, a week later yeah, something was, like that. Yeah. It was
0: cuz it was my it was my spring break and that was the first oh, day yeah, of so it. Oh, so a few days by later by the end of it I w- was packing up my shit to come to Philly.
1: And did you did you shake hands? I don't remember if you
0: I didn't shake hands, but I was definitely like down yeah amongst the folks and there was like a gap and I was kind of just like there. Yeah. But it it felt like it didn't feel like oh there's this impending sense of doom. No, 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 no. And I almost wish that I had treated it like my last show.
1: Mm.
0: I gave it my all, but I wonder if I had thought about it as my very last show for a long time, mm. how I would have approached it differently or how the day might've looked different.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I, I think about that show a lot. I I mourn that show and that space a lot. Yeah. I mean, but how has Zoom been been weird for you? I feel like you're a lot more social on zoom than i am like i was i wasn't super mean? social before mm-hmm. as in didn't talk to people <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> you know
0: like 100 percent introvert <laughs> life. like I, I don't call i don't i might return some texts i'm just not a very social person yeah. so but i feel like you have engaged zoom a little bit more socially like connecting with friends and family and stuff so how have you experienced
1: this. Yeah, I've done a. I mean, like everybody else, I've done a lot of Zoom stuff. I've been to Zoom birthday parties.
0: I remember that one.
1: Yeah, I've been to a few Zoom birthday parties.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. cause your birthday was a Zoom birthday. My party.
1: birthday was a Zoom a birthday. Terru- a terrible
0: surprise that I <laughs> orchestrated. It made up some excuse like, oh, the computer's on fire, and then you shuffled it. It was like, hey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just woken up it was very awkward uh i've been to zoom birthday parties my niece had a a zoom play
0: oh yeah wrinkle in time yeah which was so weird because we were like i had my phone out recording the zoom play so i had like these grainy pictures that were distorted (laughs) like twice (laughs) right
1: right so yeah i mean Wide variety of Zoom experiences. I think for me, there are two things that Zoom doesn't allow you to do that I miss as part of the social experience. Mm-hmm. So one is sneakiness, like dodginess. I'm of. A...
0: Can you explain that a little bit? As I as I'm like <laughs> I like <know>. lean over.
1: <laughs> well, you just know how you, when you're at a party, and you're sneaky and dodgy. No, I don't <laughs> know anything about that. Explain, please. No, well, you're at a party and you're thinking about an exit Mm -hmm. for example right right. with the zoom situation oh no you you can't go get a drink of water and then make a nice quiet elegant Mm -hmm. exit right you just you just kind of have to sit there through like (laughs) through the awkwardness or whatever it is and that's been really really difficult for me to adjust to because I don't like awkwardness I don't really like dead space mm-hmm. and it's not like you know on zoom even dead space takes on this kind of very panicky air mm-hmm. because there's
0: because you're looking at each other in the dead space and
1: yeah and there's no shared and like outside environment between what you two are doing so it's not like oh it's this like bird song <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah. The, the coyotes in the distance are <laughs> Incredible. Mm-hmm. So that's been really, really difficult for me is navigating what feel like very, very intense mm-hmm. uh, conversations, like uh, these kind of high wire conversations where it feels like you have to keep going or else something really horrible is going to happen. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I feel. Yeah. And I, I miss having that out.
0: Yeah. You There's know, an just intensity. That side
1: door. <laughs> or, you know, you're talking to somebody and it's like, oh, I I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find somebody else to talk to. And, you know, you can't.
0: Yeah, you got to have to talk to everybody. Part of it is just in the, even in the functionality of something like Zoom, where when somebody leaves... The shape of everything shifts, right? So to accommodate for that person right. having left, right? So it's so dramatic, right? <laughs> when yeah. you when you remove yourself, yeah. you can't even es- It's like, wow, that really tipped everything over.
1: Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I would go to uh, we had family friends, and we'd go to their house. They'd have these huge barbecues. They'd roast a whole pig in the oh, backyard, God. right? It'd be these. It'd just be. You know, dozens and dozens and dozens of people. And my buddies would be like, hey, uh, just so you know, your mom's been watching you for like the past two hours. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? And I would be FYI. Like, <clears throat> they'd be like, hey, your mom's watching you. <laughs> and I would like turn, I would like turn towards <laughs> my mom. And my mom would like, she'd be like, ah. she'd like pretend that she. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. And, and so sometimes I get that feeling on Zoom. Like I'm just. <laughs> Like i'm being watched like, yeah mm-hmm. like i'm being watched like the eye you know all eyes are on you and that it's an just yeah it's uh it can feel really really uncomfortable and i haven't i just haven't figured out how to navigate that so i find myself being a much more expressive person mm. on zoom than I normally am. Like, I just feel like I'm on, I feel like a clown. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> I, you know? Yeah, I just feel like a clown on yeah. Zoom because I feel the intensity of, of the eyes mm-hmm. and the interaction.
0: Okay. And which is funny coming from someone who's an overly active listener. Like mm. I had to turn myself like the view where you can't see yourself uh-huh. because I nod so aggressively uh. that it was distracting to me. Like, oh my God, <laughs> I look like a little bobblehead. And, and folks who know me, you can attest to this or tell me if I'm exaggerating, but you're not. I'm, <laughs> you're <right. laughs> I'm really, really affirmative as a listener. So... Yeah, that's been part of my exhaustion is I'm like nodding my head (laughs) for four hours. But that's also, you know, the the cues of you affirming someone or being present can get so misconstrued in a space like this. You have to overemphasize or do do too much so people can feel felt and heard. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, you have to go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not easy. No. So. So. What was the title of this episode?
0: Zoom sucks. Zoom sucks. (laughs) It's perfect. Zoom
1: sucks. So Zoom
0: sucks. (laughs) The end. Bring in the affirmation.
1: Any strategies? We've been at this half a year. Yeah. It's like half a year of Zoom.
0: Mediated. Mostly.
1: Mostly Zoom mediated.
0: Or whatever streaming platform of your choice. There's folks who use Discord. I'm I'm navigating my way through that, which to get to your sneakiness point, Mm -hmm. there are little like rooms that you can form with people on Discord or so I'm told. There's an an app called Mm Mm-hmm, M M H M M that allows you to do funky backgrounds and like move your face around within your own little square and do presentations in like a really funky fresh way. So, you know, there's little innovations here and there.
1: <laughs> to, yeah, to keep you from going from, mad. From going
0: mad as quickly <laughs> as you would. Although Zoom is like the de facto. It's interesting because I feel like you use Zoom like Band-Aid is, is for bandage. Like right. you say Zoom as yeah. when you mean stream like, live.
1: There's a word for that. It's like the same thing with like Crest, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. There's a word for that.
0: If you know the word you for that, that, where the brand word. takes over the generic... Term for a thing, yeah. Just send us an email, you just put in the subject line, you don't even have to say anything, to say it. it's <laughs> gonna and it. we'll forget what this conversation was and see those emails. It's
1: gonna, gonna it annoy with. me, it's <laughs> gonna annoy the hell out of it,
0: yeah. So, please do that. We'll give you a shout out, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's like tiny innovations, but in terms of ways to deal with Zoom, for yeah. you know, which is the thing, we can't really get around that. There are a few different things that I've picked up. So first in the class that I'm teaching with Kim, she's awesome. She's introduced all of these somatic exercises. So every time we start class, we do like a breathing, we do breathing work, Mm. we stand up, like we wiggle a lot. Like everybody wiggles and gets kind of silly. And today we tried to do a coordinated dance, (laughs) which with the lag of Zoom, it was totally, you know, it was like a fraught endeavor to try to be on beat, but it was kind of nice because we were all doing our own thing and we sort of synced up. Mm. Uh, So it's, it's nice because A, of course, it's, it's always great to be active when you're going to be having to do this kind of hyper-focused work, but also, it's sort of a reminder that there are actually other bodies, like that the people in the boxes mm. are other humans. Yeah. <laughs> and Kim said something really interesting today about what our relationship is to screens and that it's often one of consumption. And so having it be this like interactive, trying to find ways to make it more interactive helps to break up hmm. the like kind of natural relationship that we sink into with screens in a lot of regards. That's so there's, you know, we'll like put our fingers all up in the screen or get get really close so our noses and faces are like right there and you hmm. can see all of the, the little intricacies of everybody's face or people will go all the way to the back of their room and like just that. like the reminding us that they're in a space, that there's this 3D space that we're all operating in can help to shatter that illusion that it's just you and a screen.
1: Yeah, And, and that there's a body attached to the head You know, like you were saying, our relationships to screens are so consumptive. Like I think of basically any news show Mm -hmm. or late night show or whatever, right, where people were just talking at you.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think there can be this correlation between screens having something happen to you or for you and... Yeah, it just helps to shake things up. So that's one thing. The other thing, I think a lot of folks have started doing this with instituting like breaks Mm -hmm. (laughs) and making sure that those breaks happen on a regular basis, like Mm. staying hydrated, you know, like all that type of self-care important stuff. But also one thing that has been interesting for me as someone who has avoided the phone for like years is having conversations with friends on the phone yeah like saving the phone for people i want to talk to
1: basically
0: yeah (laughs) and that's a new innovation a friend of mine was like oh let's let's talk this weekend and i was like okay okay, cool you know we could i could send you a zoom like she was like no
1: we're
0: (laughs) talking on the phone Mm -hmm. okay and it was really nice to be talking on the phone i was just laid out in my bed because that's the thing like I think initially there was the sense that like, okay, I'm using Zoom, but I'm at home so I can get comfy or I can be in a space of comfort or be on my bed, right. but that doesn't change the environment. Like you're still having to interact with a certain kind of rigid rigidity yeah. I think, by virtue of how Zoom
1: functions. Yeah. And I think for me, at least overnight, I've seen a bunch of kind of. This normalizing, mm-hmm. especially among adults, of what a background should be or mm-hmm. should look like, mm-hmm. and so when I see stuff on TV or wherever, and people are recording from home, it's like, oh, there's like a diploma or like books mm-hmm. or a plantscape or you, you got to
0: stylize your. It's, it's your very backdrop.
1: stylized, and that just that's just feels normalized in a way that. I don't know, like, uh, creates pressure, you know, for you to do the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas a phone call is just like. It's just a phone it's call. It's just a phone call. Which yeah. is
0: beautiful. I was re- really reminded this weekend of how beautiful a phone call is. So, saving Zoom for when you have to use it right. <laughs> is another way around that. But I've also seen some cool innovations as it relates to performance which has been neat Mm. so the homie open Mike eagle Mm. he's currently on a tour with hannibal burris i think they're it's like it's like a drive-through situation where Mm. people are i i haven't seen the full details of it so i I might be wrong but from what i've seen of it they're performing people are driving up to see the show Mm. so you know, it, it brings up questions of like, what is live music? Is it live music if you're in your car <laughs> and you're watching the person, but you are still constrained in a certain way? Like, what about the live music experience are we able to extract in this moment and present for you?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, they're trying something. And that's really nice after a bunch of months where it felt really dark and mm. like everything I love yeah, has cool. gone away. So that's one thing. Uh, Another thing is folks using video games to perform. So there's uh, B. Dolan, uh, who's another homie, is setting up a uh, show, I believe, on Minecraft, (laughs) (laughs) which is great. You can have, have your little avatar. And I remember at the beginning of quarantine, Travis Scott was in Fortnite and like he a giant Travis Scott was mm-hmm. rapping and people were running around. I was like, that would be so cool if I could have a giant me yeah. rapping while my friends are basically playing laser tag around me yeah. <laughs> and can come and interact with me. Like I I was actually very excited about the possibilities of that. Mm-hmm. So I think folks are finding, folks who don't have Travis Scott money right. are finding ways to do that in their own like through their own resources, so that's been really
1: dope too. Do you know anything about virtual reality? Has anybody done anything with VR? We've had some really cool VR experiences. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been thinking about what it might look like to have a VR show. Yeah. You know.
0: I haven't seen anything. I haven't. I also haven't been looking. But I'm sure that there are folks who are tapped into that. The the, the only thing with that is. Folks have to have the gear to be able to partake. But if it's not already on somebody's radar, I'm sure folks are actively working to do that again brings up the question of like what are we seeking in a live show experience mm-hmm. like whenever I talk about the things that I miss it's often these really tactile things mm-hmm. like the stickiness of the floor at the dive bar mm-hmm. <laughs> or like the you know f- carefully folding the shirts and laying them out on the merch table right we're going into the green room and trying to do your makeup with no lighting
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I miss that yeah uh, don't you yes uh but yeah so it's it's so I have a particular relationship with the liveness of it, but I'm curious. I'm curious about what we can bring and, and what we have to leave behind for now. Yeah, it's not everything.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure folks know more about this than I do. But the two VR experiences I've had with like mm-hmm. the full immersion headset have been tactile in ways that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool. Maybe we can buy a couple hundred oculuses and send them out. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Okay, everyone email us if email. you want your free Oculus. <laughs> if only. Yeah. <laughs> that, that took a turn. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there there have been some interesting innovations. The last thing is there's this, this isn't a performance innovation, but uh, there was this museum, a video game museum, where you could make a little avatar and, you know, put your name, and it's like a pixelated avatar. I'll get the, the name of it and put it in the, the chat Um but I think it's called like O-MOMA, like the online museum of something. Mm. Uh, a friend of mine sent it to me. And... You create your little 8-bit avatar and you get to walk around the museum space and other people are there in real time and they can speak to you, you know, by typing in hi. Mm. And it was really funny because one time I was in there and I went into a room and I saw another person, I like ducked out immediately. And I was like, oh, it's just like the old times. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I would do before. I felt like a sense of relief that I could like see somebody and just dip, you yeah. know? Or when I, I went in another time and someone talked to me and I like froze like, oh my God. Hi, and then I ran into another room so it felt nice to act out my awkwardness in ways that I would do in real life
1: yeah so people
0: people are trying like we're trying maybe you know at this the next six months when we have this conversation when we have all our oculus (laughs) (laughs) set up
1: when we sent you all (laughs) free oculus after
0: you've received your free oculus uh, (laughs) and yeah maybe we'll have some other cool cool updates but it is giving me hope it is giving me hope that people are trying and um I'm still not there yet I think it's going to take a minute for me also I'm still I'm working on stuff and I probably should use this as a time to work and recalibrate and recraft how I want to perform or be seen as an artist but yeah I'll, I'll keep thinking on stuff. And we'd love to hear from you all, too. Yeah. Like, what are creative ways that you've navigated this new streamed universe?
1: Yeah. And if you haven't...
0: That's just, okay. That's
1: okay, too. <laughs> it, is,
0: it is all good, baby. It, yeah. Trust and believe. Anything else that you'd like to add about how much Zoom sucks? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there should be an album... Somebody, somebody should name their album Zoom sucks. Zoom sucks. sucks.
0: Fuck Zoom. (laughs) It's surprising to me how conservative Zoom is six months in. You know, like I, there are some interesting features. Oh, breakout rooms, but you know, it's become the de facto conversational meeting tool. And I just feel like there's so many other ways that we could be thinking about this, like how you're able to enter and how you're able to leave. I think those that's really imp- an important consideration for people mm. that would make them feel a lot better about the space and that kind of stuff. It's its surprising to me that that hasn't been developed yet.
1: But, yeah. You know. I feel like the the conservativeness of it is probably the appeal. Like yeah. It, it's like... Easier to use or navigate for people. So fewer options, the more people, more accessible it is. That's true.
0: People. But every time I use Zoom, people are like, Am I muted? I'm <laughs> muted. or like we still have it, we're six months into this thing.
1: Right. So that's, what that's what I'm saying. So just
0: throw in all the options. We're still gonna get tripped up over like this <laughs> most simple. <laughs> No, I see what you're saying yeah. I see what you're saying yeah. It's real. People will be mid All the way Deep into a, a Point And every You're muted yeah. You're muted oh, 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 I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> Or when the, For for us Sometimes our internet Is funky And it would say like Your connection is unstable is that, yeah. And now it's just short, Shorthand It's like Oh, I'm unstable I'm unstable Yeah, yeah I am fucking <laughs> unstable
1: <laughs> So Yeah Yeah, yeah. Did you hear the part where I was talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, go back. Can you? Oh, okay. What about the part where I <laughs> where I said <laughs> you, you feel dumb, like repeating your genius point?
0: Yeah. For the yeah. third time. Or sorry, last thing. <laughs> I had a stu- uh, one of my students like I was having a conversation with Kim and we said something and they started laughing, but they were muted and we were like, "Oh, you're muted." And then they were like, "I should I laugh again?" Or? <laughs> And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, go ahead and give us a laugh. So we feel good about ourselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the whole, you have to laugh at the absurdity of, of, navigating zoom land. And we hope that you didn't dip as soon as you heard that that's what we were talking about. <laughs> but if, so if you stay towards the end, Thank you. Thank you you will get your, your free. Yeah, you're free. Yes. Nobody else. Yes. Will. That's the consolation prize. This
1: is the, it's like at the end of Marvel movies. It's like the post credits, <laughs> little snippet. <You> <laughs> that's what this is. Yep, that's
0: right. So just, we have your addresses and things, so <laughs> we'll send them to you. Just look out for it. Anyways, we don't have a listener letter uh, with no. a question or anything. Uh, but if you have things that you want to share about how you've navigated this new universe, let us know. Yeah. I'm always interested to hear how people are doing creative, cool things with, yeah. with, I mean, I, last thing I will I keep saying last thing. I will say the success of Versus has been really cool. Like the Versus series yeah. where people are on Instagram watching these battles between legends for hours at a time, yeah. for hours, you know, it's like, when was the last time everybody was gripped to watch something at the same moment. Like there's, that we talked about the loss of the sublime in this moment Mm -hmm. where you're shoulder to shoulder with people in an audience and everybody's swaying at the same time and the music is filling the space. That's one of those moments where like seeing that millions of people are on that Instagram feed at the same time. There is something sublime in that for me. Like, yeah. Wow, there's that's a, that's so many people in so many places all at once who have converged for this one thing, yeah. which is kind of beautiful. Yeah, so,
1: there's hope. Cool. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. <laughs>
0: okay, y'all. So, thanks for for staying tuned. Yeah. And
1: thanks for hanging out for another month.
0: We love you very much and we'll be back in November. Fuck.
1: No, no. It's good. It's good to be around.
0: The anxiety just like washed over me when I said November.
1: It's going to be a great month. Yes. It's going to be a great October and we'll see you all in November. Hopefully we'll reconvene and everybody's had at least a decent month.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Shoot for decency. (laughs) All right, y'all. All right.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. I am important.
1: I am important.
0: No, seriously, I'm really cool. No,
1: seriously, I'm really cool.
0: I will remember. I will remember. That even if it's hard. That even if it's hard. The difficulty is part of the process.
1: difficulty is part of the process.
0: And these challenges make me better for having experienced
1: them. And these challenges make me better for having experienced them.
0: My brilliance is not a fluke.
1: My brilliance is not a fluke.
0: I am a gift. I am a gift. I have inherent value. I
1: have inherent value.
0: I am qualified. I
1: am qualified.
0: (sighs) Bye, everyone.